the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. How about that? Enjoy life enjoy on a Friday afternoon. I think you should. If you yeah. can't enjoy life on a Friday, then well, I think it's a shame. The uh, you know the idea of Friday's changed, hasn't it? Friday like has changed. Else. I know everything's right? changed. For crying out loud! But hey, we're happy that you're with us uh, today. It's a gorgeous spring day here it in is. the city of Pittsburgh, and it's a casual Friday. It is casual Friday. That's right. Gonna... All of us are slumming it here in uh, the Word FM studios. What do you got? The Hornets t-shirt uh, the on. The Hornets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love the Hornets. Don't you love the Hornets? I don't know what the Hornets are. I don't know either. I got it at Goodwill. Okay, very nice. And uh, I forgot my headphones, so I'm wearing my backup headphones, which is fine. At least you have backup headphones. I don't think I have any backup headphones. You don't? I don't think so. Yeah. Mike, you have backup headphones? Nope. See, only essential personnel have backup uh, headphones. <laughs> the rest of us. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I look like Vin Scully. Too bad. Yeah. So sad. Bottom of the ninth and... Uh, Bottom of the ninth and? and uh, okay. No no baseball. Here's my question for you. Yep. I find myself over the last three weeks, you know, things are not normal, as we all know. Mm-hmm. We've discussed on the program uh, aberrant behaviors that are arising. <laughs> Which yours involved conditioner. I mean, me, I was ready to like, you know. I almost did it again today, but I didn't. Sit in a confessional and like confess I'm, my sin. No, no, no. Conditioner. But here, there's another thing I'm noticing. And I want to know if you are having a similar experience. I'm eating different food mm-hmm. than I normally eat. So everything is different. Are, are you noticing something similar? I'm eating less food. You're eating less food. Yes. I would think that most people are eating more food. Mike, more or less food? I'm definitely eating more food because I have the uh, luxury of working at home uh-huh. and using my kitchen and eating whatever the heck I want. And wearing pelicans on your shirt. Are those Absolutely. pelicans? Absolutely. I yes. like that very much. Yes, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. And you're eating – why? I think I'm anxious. Hmm. So I'm uh, instead of ingesting anxious food, I'm just – you know, eating well, less. I'm proud of you because that's a good choice. I guess. It's I a good know. choice. I still, however, have a sweet tooth. And every evening, like last night, we uh, we dined on Jelly Bellies. <laughs> oh, see, with the random taste? Mm-hmm. I don't like that. You don't like those? No, I do not like, like that. Like a popcorn nope. jelly bean? Don't like it. A jalapeno? Oh, I Who do. Who wants a popcorn jelly bean? I eat do. popcorn. Thumbs up. It's no, good stuff. Is. Jelly Bellies. No, I don't like that. Do you like a, do you like a jelly bean? No. You don't? No. I, I like a spicy kind of jelly bean. No, They're in the stores spicy right now. is worse. The only kind of jelly bean I like are the black licorice ones. Ugh, they're the worst. I put those aside. Mm. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? You don't like those? No, I throw them out. You should not throw them out anymore. <laughs> give them to me. Except now. <laughs> no, don't give me any of your food. I, like actually, I actually don't want anything from I you. I should give this to Kath. I should, yeah, I should do this. Not that my hands are all over it, right? It's a very hard time. Okay, it is. This is what I am binging on. Mm. I've shared my fascination with the um, Archer Farms trail mixes that are sold at Target. Yeah. I I eat only one kind, and I eat it every single day. It's every- the only 
Now listen to me. This this can't be healthy. I, and I'm waiting for your emails yep. because I'm sure you're all going to say that I'm a terrible role model, and I'm sure I am. And by the way, you can give all your negative feedback right now to us on Facebook. We're streaming 101.5 Word FM or the Ride Home with Johnny Kathy. It's the only thing I'm eating during the day. Trail mix. How? But you've been doing. I don't need like anything else. I go after home week. after the show, and I have a big dinner, and we do a big thing, and it's fun and whatever. But during the day, the only thing I'm eating. Is chili lime, uh, Archer Farms trail mix. At what point do you have your first uh, portion of trail mix? Probably not until eleven thirty. A little breakfast, little late. Yeah, a little brunch. I'm not hungry when Mm -hmm. I get out of bed in the morning. Yeah, really. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, so that's where we are. Okay. Mm -hmm. Trail mix is fine. Um, I don't know this whole thing. I I did stop at Giant Eagle uh, yesterday. Now people have the the cashiers have the plexiglass screens in front of them. Do they? People are wearing face masks now in the aisles, which, of course, the governor talked about that today, helping that everyone wear face masks when we go outside. Uh, people are being very cautious, uh, you know, lots and lots of space if you can make it. It's a lot of angst out there right now. A lot of angst. Now, do you do you guys want to see what I look like when I come into work? Yes, I would like to see what that you, now. All right. This is this is me. This <laughs> is me good, coming Mike. into That's work. That's good, Mike. Okay, good. That looks, that looks very... <laughs> Listen, don't go out this that weekend. That looks very safe. Or just wear it that all weekend safe. long, please. Mm-hmm. Just wear it all weekend. I like it. I don't know if that qualifies for Casual Friday. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure it does. I think it does. That's pretty casual. Mm-hmm. Pretty casual. <laughs> okay. That's good, Mike. I like all that. Right. So, all right. So, let's take a look at our show well, today. Well, first, I need to tell you something. Go ahead. Your weekend's begun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Woo! Woo! <laughs> Look at John's face. This is a great moment. We're this trying. Is, look at, look at. I, I don't know about you. Seriously, I, I t- uh, my feelings vacillate between despair uh-huh. and despair. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Hopefully, between four and six weekdays, we're going to pull you out of that, John. Okay. It's one of the things Mike and I are trying for. <laughs> Coming up on today's program in the five o'clock hour, the weekend review. It's our weekly segment we do at 5.35 where we look back on what's happened this week, what we've heard, what we've eaten, what we've watched. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great segment. We hope you join us for it. In this hour, we'll be talking to Frederica Matthews Green, Richard Mao, and our brand new Friday feature premiering today. We're calling it This or That. Very nice. A variety of things that you choose from. Pulling John and you out of despair today. All right. Yeah. The pandemic edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy. WORD. Coming up on Love Worth Finding. How can we turn our problems into possibilities? The Bible Christian sees an opportunity in every difficulty. And we're going to see today that difficulties are just opportunities in reverse if we see them through the eyes of God. Join us for more of Adrian Rogers' series, That Old Time Religion, this month on Love Worth Finding. Tonight at 11 on 101.5 WORD. At Harry's, we work day and night to make shaving enjoyable. We think we've got it down to a science, actually. It starts with the most important stuff, our five-blade cartridges. They're strong, sharp, and made in our world-class German factory. Our craftsmen are a meticulous bunch. They're obsessed with quality, which is why we offer a 100% money-back guarantee. As for the handle, it's grippy and weighted for extra control, even when wet. Lastly, we have this whole no-ripping-people-off policy, which means we keep our prices fair every day. Take our blades. 
they cost as little as $2 each. Because we think more money in your pocket is as enjoyable as it gets. When you're ready to start shaving the enjoyable way, get your Harry starter set. It includes a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and travel cover, all for just $3. Free shipping included. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388 at checkout. Harry's, engineered for enjoyment. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company helps you customize your home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Unlike things you paid for you didn't need, like the Vacnado 2000. A Wi-Fi-connected vacuum that uploads Dust Bunny data to the cloud for real-time optimization. <laughs> Whatever that means. But really, it's just a very expensive doggy chew toy. With Liberty Mutual, get customized home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Hey, it's Flo with a super weird word, nightgown. If you ask me, it sounds less like clothes you wear to bed and more like things you say to your clothes. Good night, Capri pants, sleep tight sweaters, nightgown. We've got a big day tomorrow. Now a weird word I just made up, flotection. It sounds like great protection for your new home through me and Progressive, and that's because it is. I said good night, Capri pants, go to sleep. Save an average of 17% on car insurance when you bundle home and auto through Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Pandemic. Market drops. Elections. Don't let the noise and fear distract you. Where do you go for clarity in uncertain times? For experienced advice on planning for retirement, tune in right here Saturday morning at 10 for your retirement blueprint with Kurt Kenotic and Ethan Lane. Or call Accurate Solutions Group now for help navigating these unprecedented times. 412-515-3355. Investment advisory services are offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC, a registered investment advisory firm. <laughs> we hung out with people a lot, but... Uh... Not hey. anymore. We're hanging out with just each other. Yep. So for a long time, there was this uh, American ideal of, you know, we are an independent, strong people. That You know, that rugged sort of Marlboro man. We still have that. alone on the mountain. That's why people hoard at the grocery store. What do you mean? Because they want to be independent. They don't need anybody else. I'll put up a big wide fence around me because I've got 500 porterhouse steaks. I think so. All right. Well, I, I think that this pandemic is showing that we are anything but independent. For sure. We are deeply interconnected, whether you know you're going to hoard or not. Dr. Richard Mao is with us. Uh, Richard's a regular guest on our show. He is professor of faith and public life at Fuller Theological Seminary. He has uh, served as president for 20 years in Pasadena, California. Written numerous books, including Adventures in Evangelical Civility, Uncommon Decency, Calvinism in the Las Vegas airport, and the smell of sawdust with us once again. Dr. Mao, how are you, sir? It's really good to hear your voices again. I need you guys. You know, I'm not fiercely independent. Oh, Richard. Richard, Richard, we love you. Tell us how you are. How are you faring in these weird days? I'm hunkered down at home. I'm I'm in that upper age group, and uh, so we don't go out at all, really. But uh, we've got people... You know, the, one of the wonderful things about all of this, and there are a lot of bad things, but it's, it's interesting to see neighbors who are reaching out to neighbors that they don't even know. Yeah. And just saying, you know, do you need anything? And people putting little smiley faces in front of their houses and all kinds of, I mean, there are gestures of uh, genuine 
friendliness and good citizenship in the midst of all of us. And yeah. that's a good reminder. Yeah? That is a good reminder because more often than not, we would, you know, just go about our business, give our neighbor a wave, and not be concerned about their welfare too much. But the tide has turned. Right. Yeah. And uh, you guys are experiencing it too there, huh? Yep. Yes, we are locked down. Uh, Today, the governor of the state of Pennsylvania has recommended, Richard, that uh, as you go out in public, please wear a face mask. Yeah, man. Yeah, well, I think this is, I I think it's the right thing. I think we simply need to take on the kind of restrictions on our behavior and our much vaunted uh, freedom. Right. and it just shows that, you know, we are. There are very few decisions that we make that are purely private anymore. But, you know, Richard, at the, at the same time, how about, and I don't know what's happening where you are in, in California, but there there are several pastors here who are saying, oh, we're still going to hold uh, public services. There's one local pastor who said, on Easter Sunday, we're going to do a Woodstock-style service. So, I mean, again, there's that rugged individualism. I don't care what the government has to say. We as Christians are going to gather. Yeah. And, of course, it's more than, John, it's more than not caring what the government has to say. It's really the health of of the human community that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. You know, you bring people together and they pick things up from each other and they take it out into other places. I mean, these are just, this is an invisible enemy and we need to be fighting it as uh, a real enemy, and that means we need to keep doing things that we may not be aware of the importance of, but we have to do them anyway, and that is this distancing. And, of course, one of the, the important distinctions that's just been coming through in the last couple of days is we're not talking about social distancing. We're talking about physical distancing. Yeah. And uh, physical distance is very important right now, but none of that means that we're cutting ourselves off from human community. Dr. Richard Miles with us, professor of faith and public life at Fuller Theological Seminary in lovely Pasadena, California, where he served as president for 20 years. Richard, I want to ask you about this thing we've got going in America right now, where there's a segment of Christians who think that the government telling their church that they shouldn't meet is some kind of Christian persecution. I I mean, we're getting into this kind of paranoid thing. Poor us, we're a martyred people. I think the government is doing us a huge service by telling us that we should not be getting together for our own good. And really, you know, when, when, when the people of Israel were carried off into Babylon and they didn't know quite how to handle it, and then in Jeremiah 27, Jeremiah comes to them and he says, uh, among other things, he says, seek the welfare of the city in which I've called you into exile. And pray to the Lord on its behalf, for in its welfare you will find your welfare. And the government has to define for us right now what are some of the things that we need to do to be concerned about the whole human community and having church services and physical, physically contiguous church services bad for for the human community right now. It surely is. So uh, there is a model, though, isn't there, Richard, of of people isolating. I mean, when you look at um, the ancient monks, I mean, you know, they even to this day, monks in their monasteries would be isolated, but they would still, in many ways, be the center of a generous and welcoming and open community. Yeah. And, you know, in many ways, a part of the monastic community 
was that they were going to separate themselves in order to be a praying people who were praying on behalf of people who don't have all that time to pray, you know? And and so they're, 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 these are people of prayer. And they know that they're in a relationship to God. They know they're in a relationship with, uh, uh, with their fellow human beings. And, you know, Jesus went off into the wilderness. Elijah the prophet went off into a cave by himself. But they weren't cutting themselves off from from human relationships, they were doing it for the sake of human relationships. Right. right. So I think probably it's a mixture, you know, for people who feel like it's a it's a persecution uh, thing from the government. What do you think? It's a mixture of maybe not knowing history. Maybe it's bad theology. Pride. Um, maybe it's pride. Maybe it's uh, some kind of of negative association with uh, politicians who are in power. It might be a grab, a grab for notoriety as well. Yeah, I, 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 you know, so I'm a theologian, so I will say there's an element of bad theology in it. I mean, and we evangelical Christians, so, you know, those of us who consider ourselves real Bible-believing Christians are often uh, really obsessed with this idea that it's just, you know, me alone with Jesus. And, right. and But we're never really alone with Jesus, you know? We're, uh, because Jesus is never <laughs> all by himself. Jesus carries the, the concerns the church, of the world. Right, and, yeah. you know, I, I was uh, arguing with somebody recently, and I said, well, you know, you can, you can be a real Christian without having a relationship with a church. I mean, I know a guy who got saved in a hotel room just by reading the Gideon Bible. And I want to say, who put the Gideon Bible there? <laughs> you know? Who wrote that little thing at the beginning saying, feeling guilty, read such and such? You know, I mean, he was, he was, he was there with the church, and he would not have been saved if it wasn't for the message of the church present in that room. And, uh, you know, we are not independent people. Uh, Psalm 139, you know, we're always in the presence of God, and we're always in the presence of that which God cares about. Amen. Yeah. From Fuller Theological Seminary, Richard Mile was with us. So, uh, Dr. Mile, um, uh, we've entered this new phase, especially for college and high school students, where uh, people are streaming their classes. Are, as a professor, are you yourself teaching? Yeah, I am. I'm teaching 36 students, and I'm looking at a screen, and they're there like the Brady Bunch. You know? <laughs> God love them. <laughs> yeah, and uh, they're from all over the place. I've got a student from Beijing, China. I've wow. got students from... Uh, Europe and from South America and a lot from all over the United States. So it's going pretty well right now. That's interesting. Surprisingly good, you know? Okay. I was nervous about it. I'm sure. Well, weren't, yeah, because, you know, we're all trying to recreate a new thing and, you know, figure out to what we can carry on and do in a different way this time or, you know, it's, it takes a lot of energy. Richard, we just love your presence with us on the show. We do. Hey, it's great. And, I, you know, I, I'm sure you folks are going to be changed by this and the way you do your wonderful yep. radio broadcasting there. And I think we all need to be asking the question, you know, we'll never go back simply to the way it was. No, no. not at all. Such an important time to be asking what the Lord is teaching us in all of this. Yes. 
and talking about it. I'm so glad you folks are, so blessings. Thank you. And so, Richard, our hope is that as you join us next month, uh, we will have some uh, more freedom in our own lives and in those intervening days that uh, you and your wife and your circle of uh, believers uh, are safe and strong and healthy in the Lord. And be safe, my friends. Be safe. Thanks. That's Dr. Richard Mao, Professor of Faith and Public Life at Fuller Theological Seminary, Pasadena, California. He's the author of the newest Restless Faith, Holding Evangelical Beliefs in a World of Contested Labels. John, do you feel like you are more or less independent than you were, I don't know. No. Maybe maybe when, think about when you were a kid. Your family, less dependent, less or less independent now, more independent now? Certainly less independent now. Okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, we're used to just living our lives and going where we want to go. I mean, you know, I, I want to go for a drive. I want to go to the uh, – now uh, everything is measured. Do I want to go out there? How close am I standing to that person? Do I really need to go to the store? I really don't. All these structures are in we place We had that now. conversation today. Do you need to go to the store? Yeah. How badly do you, you know? What do you need? Right. So we are out of cheese. Listen, I I've got Did cheese in the fridge. I got cheese in the fridge. Do you? You want to give it to me? Nope. Okay. Love you. Thanks. But we're out of cheese, and we and and my daughter it to my daughter's cheese is very important. My son, cheese is like you know the essence of his life. Yeah. So since we're out of cheese, we yeah. thought, is this the moment where we should go out? But it's it's a serious conversation. Like, I went to the giant egg and got cheese. Did you leave any for me? It's, pre- it's pretty cleaned out, isn't it? No, no. There's a plenty oh, of cheese. Oh, good. Plenty okay. of cheese. All right. The thing is, uh, I, I believe, the, of course, the supply lines are open, right? And until the structure that they fall down and the stores are no longer stocked, I mean, I hope that those, those first early crushing waves of people rushing and, and hoarding, that those are I, gone well, now. So the people I. have relaxed on this and know, okay, we're going to be okay. Your TP, your paper towels, all those things, they're going to be there. So don't freak out. Were people wearing masks in the store? Yes, they were. Were they? Mm-hmm. Okay, I got to be honest with you. I don't have a mask. I don't know where I'm going to get one. My wife said point. she's going to make some okay, masks. Okay, that might be the only option. Apparently, you can wear a scarf, too. Yeah. A scarf. Yeah. Or just know. put a t shirt, wrap it around your, your, your mask. face. Okay. Yeah. Apparently, that works as well. According there's, to Dr. Fauci, or how oh, do you say his name? Fauci. Fauci. There's a certain amount of, um, I don't know, I, I feel it. Um, like, of, <laughs> all of a sudden we're going to have this, those who have the masks and, and those, those who, who are I without. Know. I know. Right? Uh-huh. What does that look like? Right. I my, don't know. My wife, uh, she, she runs a small business where she's got to use a mask. She brought one home. She said, this is used and there's sawdust in it. But you can have <laughs> but, it. But... I want to give it to you, honey. That's so sweet, Mike. How she loves him, isn't it? No, and here's the deal. Make your heart glad. So at our house, we have two masks: one with the sawdust, and one which we think is, you know, we think is what what they're calling the N95. Okay. Right. So in the event of calamity where one of us gets sick, then one the the sick person is going to wear the good mask. The caretaker gets the the sawdust mask. (laughs) Just saying. Okay. That's all we got. I mean, sometimes you can't plan ahead. You know, the irony is we've got a really good friend who's made his entire living from mind safety appliances. Had I known this was coming, I would have talked, hey, man, you know, give me a few of those. Mm -hmm. Right Now I just kind of feel like I'm leaning on the guy, so I can't do it. Right. Okay, so what happens if you don't have a mask? I think you just roll the dice. 
You just try to use some common sense. Well, but the sense. point is, the reason I'm wearing a mask, Mike, correct me if I'm wrong, is that if I, ha- it's if I have it. It's not that I'm not trying to get it from you. Yeah, it's not going to protect. Right. Yeah. Right. It's me controlling myself, not the other things. Uh, I don't know. I think know. it's a little bit of both, though. I think it's both. M- Mike, do you have a mask? I don't have a mask, mm-hmm. but I want one. <laughs> I got one for you. <laughs> Wait, so I'll sell it to you. Okay, John's wife is making them, but she's probably like she's she's found some material she had under the bed for thirty years. No, 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 right? no, wait, no, wait, no, wait. You, I, I, I heard that you could. I heard. <laughs> Listen to us. This is like the rumor hotline. I, <laughs> I heard. I, I read. Wait, that wait, you hold could, on. Talk to me. I read that you could use. I mean, like an old T-shirt. It's better than nothing. Better, better than, nothing. than nothing. Okay. Here's the deal. I want to walk my dog. I don't want to wear a mask while I'm walking my dog. I mean, I'm, I'm social dis. There's nobody around. So why am I wearing a mask? If there's nobody around. You know who should have worn a mask? Hmm. All those little young punks who were at spring break. Yeah, huh? yeah no kidding. That yeah. would have been helpful to wear All a mask. those young punks. Oh. Listen to me. Get off my lawn and put your mask on. Listen, he sounds like some cranky hermit. Hey, you. Was it last Sunday that was like super, super nice? Yes. It was beautiful. Uh-huh. I was driving through North Park. Yeah, stay home this weekend, would you please? I was driving through North Park, and there were a ton of walkers and bikers. Yeah. I probably saw two people wearing masks. Really? Two. Mm, so if you go out this weekend, don't I hope go you, out I hope this you weekend. Don't. But if you do, I mean, but you can go out in your car, you and your kid. If you got a three-year-old kid, you can't stay home all the time. Stay in the yard. Yeah. But anyway, if you go out, I wonder if all those people will have masks on. Where are these masks coming from? I don't know because I can't find any. Right. All right. Anyway, we need to take a break. But when we come back, it's a brand new feature. It's the Friday feature, and it's called this or that. This or that. How's this going to work? I don't know. It's going to work well. It's Casual Friday on the ride home. Look at this. Find us on Facebook, streaming live, 101.5 Word FM. Hello, friends. It's me, Marcia, from the Spring House. We are hoping you are all healthy and safe. Our family wanted to let you know that because our cows are requiring twice-a-day milking, the Spring House is still open for you to stop by for your farm fresher from our herd milk and hot out-of-the-oven breads and buns and meats and cheeses and cookies and anything that will make life happy and comfy and easier during these uncertain times. Our buffet is still full of family recipe lunches and suppers every day to take home to eat at your own family table and our catering team even created a special take and bake meal which you can check out online we even ordered in extra toilet paper in case any of you are in a pinch we've been so blessed this last week by customers thanking us for staying open and best of all telling us that they're praying for us we just wanted to let you know that we are praying for all of you too here's a big hug from all of us at the spring house to you we love you hi I'm John Henney from Henney Jewelers. Since 1887, my family has helped people celebrate the most memorable moments in their lives. We are rooted in faith and commit to doing the right thing again and again. We believe in the covenant of marriage and use our To Have and To Hold program to encourage couples as they prepare to spend the rest of their lives together. Please stop into our Shadyside store to learn more or visit HenneyJewelers.com. Henney Jewelers, your jewelers for life. With all that is going on today regarding the coronavirus, City Mission needs you now more than ever. City Mission has taken precautions to protect its vulnerable resident population. You can help. 
Any donations you believe will help during this time are greatly appreciated to continue to serve both City Mission residents and our community and keep City Mission doors open. For all the details, please visit citymission.org and please join City Mission in prayer to get through these challenging times. Most of the time you have to choose convenience or value. Family Dollar is different. We're in your neighborhood, won't empty your wallet, and we've got the food, drinks, pet supplies, and household products you need. Stop at a Family Dollar today. If you're a licensed counselor in Pennsylvania, Grace Wellness Center doesn't want to hire you. They want to partner with you. At Grace Wellness Center, you'll find the personal support and professional development you need to build your ideal clientele. Grace Wellness Center invests in you so you can invest in your clients. Get the support, training, and personal coaching you need to pursue your passion and build a kingdom with offices throughout Greater Pittsburgh. Join the team at thegracewellnesscenter.com. We are everywhere. On your radio at 101.5 WORD-FM Pittsburgh at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and at radio.com. Clear tonight, low for the rest of your Friday, 36 for tomorrow. Nice with clouds and sunshine, high 62. Tomorrow night, cloudy with showers, late low 45. Sunday, a shower in spots, high 58. And on Monday, clouds and sun with a shower in the afternoon, high 64. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Andy Robb. That's pretty groovy. Brand new feature on the ride home today. Uh-huh. It's called This or That. This or That. I'm going to ask John 10 questions. It's going to be, would you prefer this or that? Yes. And he's going to answer, and I'm not going to respond, maybe, but it's just for the purpose of perhaps getting to know John Hall a little better. Yes, and I will do the same, this or that, mm-hmm. to Kathy Emmons, mm-hmm. all right? No comment. We're no just going to move through these no swiftly comment. and get a little insight into no judgment, John. Who we are? No judgment at all. Maybe a little judgment. I, mean, just, <laughs> I don't think it's really judgment free. <laughs> okay. All right. Good. Uh, if you, am like, I going to go first? You no, go I'm going to go. Uh, oh no, you're going to go first. Okay. Good. And um, if you're interested in watching the show online, we'd love to have you. Mm-hmm. Find us on Facebook. We're streaming live 101.5 Word FM or the Ride Home with John and Kathy. Okay. Ready to go? This um, or that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Kath. Yeah. Ruth. Or Esther? Esther. Volcano, iceberg. <laughs> Always volcano. Charlie Chaplin, Buster Keaton. Uh, Charlie Chaplin. Buddha, Joseph Smith. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Choose. Wow. Choose, please. Wow. Um, wait. Um, Buddha, Joseph Smith. Buddha. Okay. <laughs> Lipstick, blush. Lipstick. Cary Grant, Brad Pitt. Cary Grant. Clarinet, trombone. (laughs) Trombone. Miniskirt, (laughs) pantsuit. Always pantsuit. Unibrow, buck teeth. (laughs) Um... Boy, that's that's tight competition. I 
I have to go. Uh, I have to go. Unibrow. Wonder what? <laughs> yes. Wonder Woman. Uh-huh. Elastigirl. Elastigirl. The Wonder Woman with this was very cool. Any. Audi. <laughs> Any. Okay. There you go. That's your All choice. Right. Kathy, this okay. or that for you, my oh, friend. Geez, I'm getting so nice. throwing things around. John Hall. Okay. Are you ready? I am. Ferrari or Lamborghini? I like them both. Uh, Lamborghini. Honey Nut Cheerios or Honey Bunches of Oats? Honey Bunches of Oats. Forest or Beach? Beach. Stargill or Clemente? Clemente. Amazon Prime or Netflix? Prime. Audrey Hepburn or Catherine Hepburn? Audrey Hepburn. Train Trip or Plane Trip? Train Trip. Oak tree or palm tree? Palm tree. Steely Dan or Jackson Brown? Steely Dan. And the last. Are you ready? Frank's hot sauce or ketchup? Ketchup. Very nice. That's a surprise. Little revealing there, huh? That's this or that. This or that. I don't know. Just a fun list. WORD. Hey, I'm Keith Stevens. Join Donna Cruz and me this weekend for Keep the Faith. Colton Dixon shares about American Idol, his growing family, and what it means to have a miracle. Slowing down long enough to appreciate the little things in life for the miracles that they really are. I think when you do that, you just become happier. I hope you can join us for Keep the Faith tomorrow night at 10 on 101.5 Word FM. W-O-R-D. Hey, non-attorney spokesperson, Fierce Nachiwadi with Principal Office in Dallas, Texas, is responsible for the content in this ad. Attention women, if you or a loved one used talcum powder for at least four years and were then diagnosed with advanced stages of ovarian cancer or metastatic ovarian cancer before the age of 75, listen closely. You may be entitled to substantial compensation. Call 800-991-4422. Time is limited to file a claim and we'll have to pull your medical records. You must have been diagnosed with ovarian cancer within the last 10 years. You need an attorney on your side fighting for your rights. Call 800-991-4422. One of the leading manufacturers of talcum powder has been ordered to pay millions of dollars in claims to the families of women who died of ovarian cancer. If you or a loved one used talcum powder for at least four years and were diagnosed with advanced stages of ovarian cancer or metastatic ovarian cancer that moved to other organs within the last 10 years, don't wait. Call 800-991-4422. That number again, 800-991-4422. Call 800-991-4422. Call right now. When the earth stands between you and a finished project, you need E&KX excavation. Whether you have to dig it, grade it, drain it, prep it, stabilize it, shape it, clear it, or dispose of it, ENK Excavation has over a hundred years of combined experience and a fleet of heavy equipment to help you bend it to your will. They can handle any size project for your home or business, providing quality results on time and on budget. For a free quote, visit ekexcavation.com. They'll move the earth for you at ekexcavation.com. When you- 
you think about sending your kids off to college, do you get nervous about what they'll be learning? Are you concerned that your faith perspective will be attacked or that your child won't be strong enough to withstand the challenge? Check out No Safe Spaces, a documentary that takes you on campus to see what higher education in America is like today. The more info you as a parent have, the better. After all, you're paying for it. You can watch No Safe Spaces on demand. Go to nosafespaces.com to find out how to watch this Dennis Prager film. nosafespaces.com And behold... Jesus met them on their way and greeted them. They approached, embraced his feet, and did him homage. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go tell my brothers to go to Galilee, and there they will see me. There's a real reason for the Easter season. Share it with a friend. Send an Easter greeting for free from CrossCards.com. Frederica Matthews Green is with us. Frederica is a regular monthly guest on our show. She's an author, a film critic, a speaker. We first found Frederica from a wonderful book that she wrote called The Jesus Prayer, the ancient desert prayer that turns to the heart of God. Her newest book is called Welcome to the Orthodox Church, an introduction to Eastern Christianity. Frederica, friend, welcome back. How are you? Hi, John. I'm doing fine. I know we're all hunkered down and whirled away and all those things, but... uh, Holding on and keeping our spirits high. Good. That's very so, good news. Easter is just around the corner, so we know the Lord is, is going to rise one way or another. Yes. So we always have that joy to look forward to. Yeah. Frederica, tell us about St. Mary of Egypt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we just celebrated the Feast of St. Mary of Egypt. Okay. And she is a, a saint I had never heard of before. The story begins about the year 500 when a monk had gone across the Jordan to spend Lent in the desert there, and he says he saw a figure running away from him with short white hair, and he called, stop, stop, you know, and the figure said, I, I can't turn around, I'm naked, I'm a woman, and I'm naked. So that's kind of a, you know, arresting opening for a story. Yes. Um, he threw her his cloak, and she wrapped herself up, and he said, who are you, and why are you here? And she had spent the previous 47 years just praying in the desert. So he said, well, what led you to do that? And that's when she started to tell her story. She said, I I lived in Egypt, I grew up in Egypt, and when I was 12 years old, I cast away my parents' love for me. And I went to the city of Alexandria and began, she became a sex addict. She just began to have sex with as many men as possible. Not for the money, just because she enjoyed it. One day she saw young men running toward the port, getting on a ship, and asked, and they said, oh, the ship is going to Jerusalem because they're going to show the the cross, the true cross. And she thought these young men looked attractive, so she said, well, I'm going to go along. And she said, the things we did on that ship that I forced those young men to, even against their will, I'm surprised that the sea didn't just swallow us up. Once they arrived in Jerusalem, she was still racing around, even on the morning of the church service, looking for more men. And um, the time for the service uh, came, she went up to the door. Now, this would be the very church door that we've seen short videos of them locking in Jerusalem, locking the Holy Sepulchre, locking the Church of the Resurrection for the first time since the bubonic plague. So that door, she was there in the crowd of people, but she couldn't cross 
the the lintel, every time she tried to step into the church, some invisible force was holding her back, even though everybody else was just flowing into the church beside her. And she began to think about her life and how she had ruined her body and wasted her life and pursued the most ugly things that she could even think of. And her eye landed on a, a painting of the Virgin Mary, and she thought about Mary's purity. And she said, I know that I don't deserve to go into that church and see the cross your son died on, but I promise, if you will make that possible, I will give the rest of my life to do whatever you tell me. So then she was able to step into the church, she was able to see the cross, and following the promise she made, went down to the banks of the Jordan, crossed over, and had spent the remaining 47 years in the desert. Uh, so the monk said, well, what did you eat all this time? And she said, well, somebody gave me three little rolls when I was leaving the church, and I stretched that out so they lasted a couple of years. But after that, I haven't eaten anything to eat. And she said um, she lived her wild life in Alexandria for 17 years, and the first 17 years in the desert, she said, were the hardest, because the desires would overwhelm her. But she prayed, and she kept begging the Virgin Mary to pray for her, that she would have the strength. And she said that the remaining 30 years or so, it had become easier. And she began praying. She was quoting the scriptures. And the monk said, how do you know the scriptures? Have you read? Have you read the Bible? And she said, oh, you know, God doesn't need that. He doesn't need to show me a book. You know, the Word, the Word of God is alive within us. So she had this extraordinary life, and she said, don't tell anybody about me. He was able to come back two more years during Lent. And the third one, he found her dead, and um, he said he, he wanted to bury her, but he didn't have a shovel, he didn't know what to use, and a lion came up and began, like, licking her feet and looking very sorrowful. So she, he said, would you dig the grave for her? And the lion dug the grave, and so he was able to bury her. And this story was kept alive at this monastery on the banks of the Jordan River ever since. And we read it every year at this time, just to remind us of her extraordinary fast. You know, we've been fasting uh, this Lent, and we've been trying to exercise self-discipline, but her story shows how a life can be completely transformed when, when you dedicate it to Christ and you turn away from evil. Jesus really does take away sins not just the penalty for the sin, but he can relieve us of the burden and the impulse of sin a little bit at a time, as long as we trust in him. Well, that's a fabulous story, Frederica. It's a fascinating story. It really is. I, I'm always amazed at the, the penchant um, and the commitment that the Orthodox have for preserving individual stories of sin, of faithfulness, of repentance. Yes, yes. I, I think it's because we learn better from looking at a person yeah. than we do from just looking at principles. Mm-hmm. Um, if we have examples, and then, you know, we have millions of saints, so it's like every kind of personality, every kind of way of life, anything you could want, you can find somebody that you could model yourself on. When my, when my grandson was very young, we were visiting in a house, and there was a big poster with images of baseball players all over the poster, and he walked up to it, and he started kissing <laughs> kissing the baseball players as if it was an icon in church. Hmm. 
And I think that's what the athletes that we hold up as examples that we aspire to wish mm-hmm. we'd be like, that's what, that's what these saints are. St. Saint Paul said, you know, we are striving like athletes for the prize. And somebody like St. Mary of Egypt turned out to be a terrific athlete for us to admire and to follow in our own ways. That's Frederica Matthews Green, wide-ranging author. Her work appears all over the Smithsonian, the L.A. Times, First Things, Books and Culture, Sojourners. Also her book that John mentioned earlier, Welcome to the Orthodox Church, An Introduction to Eastern Christianity. Frederica, it's always a great pleasure for you to be with us. You're a wonderful storyteller. Our hope is you join us next month, and you are strong and healthy, and we move forward all together. Thanks be to God. You guys too. Mm. Thanks be to God. There indeed. she goes. That's Frederica. Frederica Matthews Green. We love her. So, thinking about Holy Week, you know, she said that they're all hunkered down, but, you know, Jesus is going to be, we're going to celebrate his resurrection like we always have, but it's going to be weird. Isn't yeah. it going to be weird? I mean, I, I, to me, it's the, it's the best week of, of the entire Christian calendar, right? I mean, I look forward to, to reading along, to being in communion on, on Thursday, Monday, Thursday, and Good Friday course easter sunday but because we're separate and i wonder if churches will do monday thursday services mm. that'll be on the web or um, hopefully there's good Our church friday is going to do a monday thursday service good. online yeah i bet a lot of churches will and good friday yeah the question is whether depending on your theology around it what uh monday thursday would look like as far as communion goes yeah I, that's a difficult thing. You're not. You're yeah. not. Are you going to administer communion to yourself? Right. I mean, that's a well, whole theological some, some, hurdle right, exactly. that you've got to go through. Exactly. Many people can't. They'll say that, that's not. That's false. Right. Others will do it as a you know as an exercise, right? But not as the blood and body of Christ, as many other faith traditions do as well. It's very difficult. I don't know. I was thinking about Easter Sunday when the three of us were talking earlier today, and it's always such a busy time because. You know, I do the whole big dinner for my family, John. I know you trade off with your yeah, siblings. Yeah, yeah. Mike, you go to, what, Alicia's aunt's house, right? Or yeah. He, yeah. Yes, I go to Alicia's aunt's house. We have a Easter egg competition, and right. then we do communion later. And right. So this is the first big holiday where we're going to be yeah. separate. Yeah. We're going to be alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and, and what will church be like? I mean, every church is going to want to put their best foot forward with whatever they're doing online. But, like, as someone who's on a a church staff, you, you know, you want to make it meaningful, but you can't. It's not a, it's not, no. as, it's not like the exclamation point or the, right. even though it is a celebration, it's a muted celebration. Everything is mm-hmm. muted this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I would prefer that there would be less. Yeah, rather than be, more. Right. Yeah, because if you try to mimic no. the regular thing online, it, it just comes just off can't. as being like plasticky and weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And even, you know, even to gather, I mean, I know people are going to gather for dinner and, you know. Will they? Well, people will gather, you know, in Zoom, right? Yeah. Dinner okay. via Zoom. Are you doing a Zoom thing, Mike? Yeah, actually, um, my my family um, and my wife's side of the family, we're all going to get on Zoom together and we can only do like 40 minutes, but... Um, yeah, we're all gonna have we're all gonna have dinner together and you have to eat fast. watch each other eat right. dinner. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it might be awkward. Who knows? But at least at least we know that we're connecting. Right, that you're all way, there, and right, we're right, all right. there. So yeah, okay. 
Well, speaking of connecting, we're streaming live on Facebook. If you want to join us there, 101.5 Word FM or The Ride Home with John and Kathy. If you're not able to watch the show live, you can watch it when you get home tonight. Uh, Coming up next, I've got some questions about some 80s and 90s TV shows that I bet you've completely forgotten about. 80s and 90s. It's Friday. you got to think about the fun stuff, right? The 90s, I I watched no TV at all. Why not? I just was doing other things. You're raising a family. Gold. It's soaring. Are you missing it? If you have an IRA or 401k, you probably are. Less than 1% hold physical gold. We've been told by Wall Street it's for crazy people. Really? What's crazy about an asset that beats stocks two to one? I'm Adam Barada, national best-selling author of the book Gold is a Better Way, owner of Advantage Gold, an Inc. 5000 member, and highest-rated gold IRA firm in the world. Gold is booming because gold is really about debt. And global debt is a pandemic. If you have an IRA or 401k, I want to give you my book for free. That's right, free. Text GOLD to 49776. That's the word GOLD to 49776. Learn why gold will outperform pumped up stocks from this point forward. Turn your IRA into a wealth growth machine. Text the word GOLD to 49776. It's time to stop being crazy. Text GOLD to 49776. We're all spending more time at home these days, but somehow the wind and the rain didn't get the memo about shelter in place. Hey, listen, there's some great news from Windows R Us Pittsburgh. They've been granted a waiver by the governor to handle any emergency repairs outside your home. If you've had damage to your roof, gutters, siding, or windows, Windows R Us Pittsburgh can still answer the call. And everything will be handled in strict compliance with the government's social distancing guidelines to keep your family and their employees safe. You may be eligible for free repair or replacement with the area's premier exterior replacement company with over 50 years of home remodeling experience. Visit windowsoruspittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. For a no-pressure approach with no hidden fees and one of the fastest turnarounds in the industry, a company who will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty, windowsoruspittsburgh.com. That's windowsoruspittsburgh.com. You know, spring cleaning doesn't just mean the deep clean you do around the house once a year. You may want to do some tidying up for your business's digital marketing, and Salem Surround can help. We give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. Easter is a day to celebrate life with those you love. And Bistro to Go on the North Side is here to help you do just that. With simply delicious chef-prepared meals ready to take home to your family table Easter weekend. Enjoy brown sugar-baked ham with pineapple sauce, maple-glazed turkey, beef pot roast, or lasagna with a tasty array of sides, salads, and sumptuous desserts. With cold pickups Saturday, April 11th, or hot pickups Easter Sunday. Order now at bistroandcompany.com. Remember um, Must Watch TV? Yes. Right? Was Bef- that Thursday night? Uh, must Watch TV. I th- what, you mean with Friends and Seinfeld right. and Cheers. Mad About You? Yeah, all that. Oh, no. Che- those were different eras. Okay. Cheers, was Cheers. I think, was Thursday night. I feel like Friends and I thought Seinfeld. Seinfeld and Mad About You was Wednesday. Tuesday? Oh, Wednesday. I could be wrong. Then. Okay, but there were these times where 
everybody yes. wants the same yes, thing. Yes, exactly. Right? Yes. Now it's all scattered, right? Right. Okay, so let's look back to TV shows, the top 10 TV shows of the 1980s. Oh, you have the top 10 of the 80s. I do, yeah. All right. This is at uh, Ranker.com. Now, now, Mike was born in the middle of the 80s. So, so Mike, I'll expect yeah. you to weigh in on 1986 to 90. You got right, it. Because we're looking for strong opinion. You got okay. Sesame Street from Mike. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Rogers. Romper Room. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right. Hit me. Top 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, from 10 forward. Number 10, Three's Company. Coming I didn't watch on it. Our door. You did not watch Three's Company? John Ritter, oh Joyce DeWitt, Suzanne Summers. Suzanne Summers. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, I watched it. I always it. found uh, Suzanne Summers uh, mildly annoying. So she is, I well, she's very annoying. It. I agree. Yeah, that's all. Number, number nine. <laughs> I love this show. The A-Team. Oh, see, I never liked that. Oh, come on. That's a great never show. Never liked it. Oh, man. My kids had a renaissance, nope. uh, you know, decades later watching the A-Team. Okay. Right? George Pappard, Mr. T. Mr. T. Pity the fool. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh Knight Rider. Never liked it. Loved it. Never bought into that for one single second. I went to my high school reunion, and a guy who was a really good friend of mine graduated from Northwestern, went to Hollywood, and became a writer for Knight Rider. No way. Yeah. And oh, man, we were like, what? Bill, Bill, Bill Schmidt. Fabulous guy. And okay. he's still in Hollywood, still write, still working, still writing. Awesome. I never thought of Knight Rider as like a spectacularly like plot driven Someone's program. had to someone had to write it. All right. right. Okay. Mm-hmm. MacGyver. Oh yeah. That's a good Loved show. Loved MacGyver. Yeah, yeah. Richard Dean Anderson. Oh my gosh. I had a major crush did on you MacGyver. Though? Yeah. Okay. Heck yeah. They tried bringing that back, right? Didn't I they? think so. Yeah, yeah they yeah. did bring they didn't try. I think it was moderately successful. Was it with the same same cast? No. There's yeah. no way, yeah. Old MacGyver, no. new MacGyver. No, no. Uh, number six. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah, I never liked Cheers. I love that show. Mm-hmm. I uh, it's did. a great show. She, Norm. Shelley Long was so annoying. I can't not stand her character. I like the show. Okay. That's okay. good. All right. Uh, number five. I never watched this show much. Married with Children. Never <laughs> saw it. <laughs> never saw it? <laughs> Mike watched it. Yeah. Yeah, I watched that one. What's up yeah, with that, Mike? Yeah, my dad. It's like... So it was sort of like Beavis and Butthead. But Christina and, Applegate. And Christina Applegate and, you know. Ed O'Neill. Ed O'Neill, yeah. Right. Um, it was it was kind of raunchy. Yeah. It was. Okay. For the time. Okay. Yeah, for the time. Number four, which mm-hmm. is surprising me, is number four, MASH. Oh, Oh, yeah. my gosh. I didn't love MASH either. I think I was a little too young to get MASH. MASH started in 72 and yeah. ended in 83. Yeah. That, I, was, I was too young to really get that. Mm-hmm. Number three, this is weird. It didn't Happy end days. in 83. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Happy Days. Happy Days, oh. which started in 74. Right. I and loved. Shark. And, yep. And ended yeah, in 81. I, loved, I Absolutely. That, that was Tuesday night at 8 o'clock, I think. Right. Loved um, that. Number two. Please tell me it's Laverne ball. and Shirley. No, it's not, which is really disappointing. I love Laverne and Shirley. The Dukes of Hazard. That was stupid. That was lame. Well, that was you know, stupid. For the people in the South, that was like their number one hit. Okay, right? whatever. That's very number one TV show, the 1980s. Yeah. Magnum P.I. Tom Selleck and the mustache. And right? the Ferrari. Yeah, and the Ferrari. Looking good, Tom Selleck. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. From Magnum P.I. to Blue Bloods. That man has had some kind of career. That's a great some career. Some kind of Heck career. Yeah. Right. Okay, 90s shows you've completely forgotten about. Every one. Number one, American Gladiators. Oh, that's oh, a yeah, great, great show. Mm-hmm. Number two, Baywatch Nights. <laughs> what is that? Was yeah. that a Baywatch reboot? I think so. Okay. I think so because we couldn't get enough of Baywatch. Uh, number three, The Ben Stiller Show. Never ben seen Stiller. that. No. Ben Stiller. Number four, Big Bad Beetleborgs. Never heard of it. Mm-hmm. Five, Boston Common. 
some sort of courtroom drama. Yeah, it was like yeah. a little thing like that. Yeah, yeah. Number six, Brotherly Love. Never heard of I've it. never heard, heard of that one either. Number seven, Caroline in the City. Do you remember I that? I remember it, but Maybe I don't think I ever watched it. Maybe just because I was a girl. I like that. Yeah, okay. I really like that. Number eight, Clueless. Don't know it. Number nine, Sybil. Sybil Shepard. Oh, yeah. Remember? She was doing a sitcom. Yeah, she was. Number 10, Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. That's a big hit. I never watched it. I never saw one episode of Dr. Quinn What's Medicine Woman. What was the actress's name? Uh, British woman, right? Jane Seymour. Jane, yeah. Thank you, yes. Mm-hmm. Jane Seymour. Mm-hmm. Um, in the House. Don't know it. L.O. Cool J. Never heard of it. Mm-hmm. I believe that's where he got his start. 15, a show I loved, Just Shoot Me. Oh, what? I've never even heard of it. You remember that, Mike? Was Full House on there? Full House was not on there. What? Are you sad about that? I'm super sad. You should make your own list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bring back happy days. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, play the word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app. iHeart, tune in, and at radio.com. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo says he will order ventilators be redeployed to overwhelmed hospitals from other places amid an alarming increase in COVID-19-related deaths. New York State tallied its biggest daily jump yet in deaths, up 562 to 2,935. Almost 15,000 people have been hospitalized. Authorities are searching for the daughter and a grandson of former Maryland Lieutenant Governor Kathleen Kennedy Townsend. That's after a canoe they were paddling in in the Chesapeake Bay did not return to shore. The stocks fell again today on Wall Street following the latest reading on the toll that the coronavirus is having on jobs as the economy grinds to a halt. The government reported that 700,000 jobs were lost last month. The Dow dropped 360 points. The Nasdaq off 114. The S&P fell 38. This is SRN News. With all that is going on today regarding the coronavirus, City Mission needs you now more than ever. City Mission has taken precautions to protect its vulnerable resident population. You can help. Any donations you believe will help during this time are greatly appreciated to continue to serve both City Mission residents and our community and keep City Mission doors open. For all the details, please visit citymission.org and please join City Mission in prayer to get through these challenging times. You've all helped build MyPillow into the amazing company that it is today. Now, Mike Lindell, the inventor and CEO of MyPillow, wants to give back to my listeners. You can get great discounts on all MyPillow products if you go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the radio listener specials. You're going to see some amazing offers. Right now, MyPillow is offering an exclusive radio special. Today, we're offering buy one, get one free on a variety of amazing products, including the Supima MyPillows, Giza Dream Sheets, MyPillow Towels, Roll and Go Anywhere Pillows, Duvet Covers, Giza Pillowcase, Bolster Pillows, and Neck Pillows. Plus, if you buy Mike Lindell's book, What Are the Odds? From Crack Addict to CEO, you'll get free shipping and a $25 gift card. Just go to MyPillow.com, enter promo code WORD, or call 800-391-0954. Be sure to use promo code WORD. MyPillow is answering the call for more face masks as the country continues to deal with a global coronavirus pandemic. They'll be making face masks for hospitals across the country. Choosing your child's school is a big decision. You want more than a great education. You need an education partner with high academic standards who respects your values, offers a safe place to learn, and where your child is known individually. 
For 35 years, Eden Christian Academy has provided ACSI-accredited college preparatory academics and a strong spiritual foundation of character and faith for students in preschool through 12th grade, where they're prayed for, known, and valued for who they are. Learn more at EdenChristianAcademy.org. Do you currently get regular structured settlement or annuity payments from an insurance company for a personal injury, auto accident claim, wrongful death, or inheritance? If so, you don't have to wait for months or even years to get the cash you need now to cover urgent expenses like debts, tuition, medical bills, or exciting events like a new baby or down payment on a home. With over 25 years experience, J.G. Wentworth, the country's leader in structured settlement purchasing, has helped thousands of people get the cash they need. Call today at 800-741-5929. We offer flexible options that pay you a lump sum of cash for a portion of your payments, ensuring you get the money you need now while still receiving future payments from your structured settlement or annuity. And unlike others, J.G. Wentworth is a direct funder and can streamline the process, helping you get the lump sum of cash you need faster. For your free cash now quote, call 800-741-5929. That's 800-741-5929. 29 Clear tonight, low for the rest of your Friday, 36 for tomorrow. Nice with clouds and sunshine, high 62. Tomorrow night, cloudy with showers, late low 45. Sunday, a shower in spots, high 58. And on Monday, clouds and sun with a shower in the afternoon, high 64. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Andy Robb. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Thanks for coming along, the Friday edition uh, listen. Um, Socially distant and covered with Purell. We are. I was looking at my hands uh, t- today, and a couple of my fingers had some like you know. Um, yeah, they're cracking dry- in half. Yeah, what the heck? And I put I put well, like a that's because hand we're cream washing on. our hands a thousand times a day. I was like, now I have to worry about this. I like know another thing. I know. I got this special new like advanced space age hand lotion today in the mail. Oh, good. Because I'm. Tired of my skin cracking in half. Heck, mm. what are we going to be like? You know, wh- who was with us? Uh, Doc Zimmerman. He was talking about shedding, right? The virus was shedding, right? Right. That's an awful word. It is. You know, so I feel like you know, as I'm putting Purell on and then washing my hands, you know, thirty times a day, I'm shedding like all kind of skin. Just everywhere. don't shed in here, right. okay? In the studio for crying Gosh, out loud. It is way too no late. We shedding. are shedding everywhere. Yeah. Believe me, I got a basket of shed for yeah. you. <laughs> I mean, seriously. <laughs> I mean, Sorry, I'm just going to move okay. over here. <laughs> yeah. We took a photo of ourselves during the break. Yeah, it's uh, really so dumb. You can see us, yeah. Yeah, you're going to love <laughs> what, it. What, you would expect like deep no, intelligence? No, I wouldn't. Okay. All right, speaking of deep intelligence, we'd love to hear from you. If you're watching our stream on Facebook, you can feel free to put your comment in or your question or whatever. I'll get mm-hmm. back to, uh, to people as I am able mm-hmm. um, as the show goes along. If you want to watch the show, 101.5 Word FM, The Ride Home with John and Kathy. My question. My question for you, John, yes. is I saw this article and I read it to you out loud on the phone as yeah. a joke, thinking that you would laugh and say, oh, isn't that crazy? And all of a sudden I find you agreeing and I thought, who is this man? What? The article was on how since the pandemic has struck and people are at home in quarantine, 
the number one thing that has taken off in TV viewing is people watching closed captioning. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying subtitles like they're watching foreign films. I'm saying people are turning on the closed captioning to watch things that are happening in their own language. I love it. I use it regularly. And since closed captioning <laughs> has become a thing, I was delighted. What? Okay, a couple of things. I don't understand things. this how even ca- a little bit. How can bit? you not? Okay, a couple of things. Okay. When our kids were home and they were studying and I would come home and had some free time and I'm watching television at night, you know, we're all gathered together. So my, you know, one boy's in the dining room, other boy's in the kitchen, whatever, and I'm, I want to watch something. Instead of me having the TV on, I just turn down the volume and put up the closed captioning and what? read along. No. Yeah. It's fine. Why? Because you don't want to bother anybody? Right, exactly. And well, I first, kinda, of, first of all, I can't pick on you for that because that's a very nice thing. Yeah. Good job, Daddy. So I'm just, you know, trying to sort of quarantine myself before there was such a thing. And and here, here's another thing. Mm-hmm. When you watch uh, closed captioning, you get the full essence of the dialogue, right? I mean, there are many times... Yeah, but if you're not listening to the inflection, you're not getting the full essence of the dialogue. If you're just reading closed captioning, I mean, we, we have the, our TV on all the time here in the studio so we can see the news. I don't think I'm getting the essence of what they're saying. What do you mean, the essence of what they're saying? Well, I'm looking at the, I'm getting the baseline of what they're saying, but I'm not getting any of the nonverbals or inflection or anything. What? No, I, I have no problem with closed captioning. Listen, because how many times are you watching something and you kind of go, what did they say? What, what was that going on there? Okay, what, so what sometimes if you're, there's this show that I like on, on BBC called George Gently. And it takes place in there you go. the very in the very northern part of England, and so part of it sounds is it Cockney yes, or whatever. It's, it's, oh, so, it's hard. so sometimes I turn the closed captioning on if I can't understand a phrase, but then I want to turn it off again. I don't want to leave it on. No, I'm do you leave it on all the time? Not all the time, because it can be distracting for certain things. You know, right. if I'm watching whatever. I mean, you watch more movies than anyone yeah. I know. So, but, but would you often, do it in film? Oh yeah, I do. I do. Okay, so for Christmas they bought me a nice sound bar, which you know it's it's, it's beautiful. I really, it sort bar. of changes the the whole experience. But I still I still use both uh, often. Mike, may I turn to you? Have you ever do you regularly even use closed captioning? Absolutely not. I can't. It's way too distracting for me. I can't, especially if I'm watching a, a sports game or something. Oh yeah, it's not terrible. Totally you don't watch it for sports, do you? No. Okay. No, just, you know, I'm watching a, a regular TV show. But, John, you were telling me that it actually helps with people with, with ADD. Right? Oh, without a doubt. I mean, you know, you're prone to wander. We know that. Right? Yeah. We, I'm prone to wander, Lord. Oh, okay. So, Lord, I feel it. <laughs> yes. Prone to leave the Thank God you. I love. Thank is you it, for the subtitles. Is this a hymn quiz? Because no, I can beat you hands down in that game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could. So, are you saying that people who have ADHD are helped by closed captioning yes. because it helps you get the visual and the audio put together? You're forced to, to, to watch, right? Instead of going... Do you, do you feel like you're ADHD? <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, you know. <laughs> I'm not asking you to diagnose yourself, no, but do you right. feel like you lean in that direction? No, I don't think so. No, no. Okay. I mean, I have my moments like everybody else. I mean, you know, what'd you say? Uh, no, I just... I just like it because I feel it it just adds another layer for me. I appreciate the writing, I think more so. You know, oh, okay. someone's All right. so it's like reading a book or it's reading you when you read the screenplay or when you read a play. Okay, but here's the question. Is it because you were an actor for so long and you're used to reading scripts? Maybe. 
I don't know. I think that's part of it, but Mike. A, I really do. I think what, so, too. Isn't, isn't there something about reading you know, reading the visuals as well as together? It's just no. a little more deeper for it, me. It, yeah. It, it takes away. It, it can only be a minus. It's a distraction to yeah. you. Yeah. It's, it's a ma- me as well. Well, listen. Yeah, I mean, majorly. just by the very nature that we're talking about this and this article. This that, article was in article, the Wall Street Journal. I think it was the Wall Street Journal so, see, yesterday I'm, I'm saying nuts. that it's a huge thing. You're not nuts. Tons of people are saying that now that they're home and they're really watching things, closed captioning has like skyrocketed in, pos- in uh, popularity. Here's what I love. I love the idea of, you know, I think there is a uh, one of the nation's largest closed captioning companies here in the city of Pittsburgh. And there's, can you imagine the skill set of sort of like a courtroom stenographer of someone closed captioning live? Mm -hmm. I mean, right? I mean, you watch the Olympics. They're closed captioning the Olympics. Right. What is that like? Right. What kind of skill set do you have as far as auditory processing, all the different names, all all that? That's fabulous. Well, I'm glad you're liking it. I do. You're part of the majority now. Mike, you and I are fading. I think that's what's sad about it. Anyway, we need to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk to Maria Bayer about what happens to people who are engaged now. Their wedding is what? Off? Postponed? They're going to do it privately? What? No, maybe they make the adjustment. Oh, it's a Friday afternoon, and uh, oh, there's Marcia. Marcia's with us from the Springhouse. Hey, Marcia, you there? Hi, guys. How are hey. you doing today? Good for we're our well, social Marge. Tell us how you're doing. Uh, we're doing well. I'm so excited that people are actually thinking about having their socially distanced Easter with just their little family, and it'll be precious. It will. Something different and precious. Very much and so. so we've had a lot of calls this week, and I, I didn't, everybody in the store, all the bakers and cooks and everybody in the store keeps saying, so Marsh, how much should we make? And I go, I don't have my crystal ball, guys. I don't know. <laughs> but the people were calling today, and I'm so excited that people are thinking about Springhouse soap pans and coconut cream pie and hot crust buns and nut rolls and all that good Easter stuff. And so we're going to do, um, we're going to do things a little differently. We're going to let people come in, um, like 10 people at a time. They can pick up their order 10 people at a time. We can do, we can car hop it to them if they want us to. We're going to be making some deliveries on those last couple of days. We're just going to help everybody try to stay safe and have a fabulously delicious Easter too. Fabulous. Okay. So people have ordered hams in the past. Hams are still available. You make all these wonderful yep. side dishes as well. So if you're planning your Easter meal, this is the place to go. Save yourself a lot of hassle. And, Marcia, I love that the Spring House is involved in social distancing. You're also doing this during the week as well, right? You can still get takeout meals. Yep, yep. takeout. We do a take and bake, and it's, on the, it's, on the, um, it's online. You can check it out. We'll be doing a, an Easter take and bake that was smoked ham, mashed potatoes, Alabama vegetable casserole, and braided bread, and um, people can get that for their Easter, and it's ready to just pop right in the oven. It keeps life simple. Very wow. Nice. We want to keep life as simple as we can right now. Yeah. Hey, call we the can, Springhouse, yeah. 724-228-3339. Springhouse online, springhousemarket.com. Marsha, you stay safe. Thanks. You guys, too. 101.5 WORD gives you the chance to show an act of kindness that could pay off for you, too. Just a little more kindness. Enter the Kindness Challenge for the chance to win $5,000 for you and 5000 for a worthy organization. Just a lot more kindness, I think. Enter once each day through the end of April. Get bonus entries for completing individual acts of kindness, plus lots of other ways to increase your chances of winning. Be kind to others 
and to yourself. Be a little more kind to each other. Enter the kindness challenge now at wordfm.com slash kindness. When the earth stands between you and a finished project, you need E&K Excavation. Whether you have to dig it, grade it, drain it, prep it, stabilize it, shape it, clear it, or dispose of it, E&K Excavation has over 100 years of combined experience and a fleet of heavy equipment to help you bend it to your will. They can handle any size project for your home or business, providing quality results on time and on budget. For a free quote, visit ekexcavation.com. They'll move the earth for you at ekexcavation.com. There's a virus spreading across the country, but I'm not referring to the one you think. I'm talking about a different pandemic, the left's attack on free speech. But one film is fighting back. No Safe Spaces, featuring Salem Radio Network's Dennis Prager and comedian Adam Carolla. And now you can watch No Safe Spaces from the comfort of your home at nosafespaces.com. Watch this film that Hollywood, Netflix, and the left doesn't want you to see. Go to nosafespaces.com now. For over 20 years, Trinity Jewelers has helped us celebrate life's closest relationships. And while their store may be closed for now, they think it's worth remembering that in times like these, it's those relationships that keep us going. They remind us that this too will pass and to put our focus on the things that really matter, our family, our friends, and a Savior who will never leave us nor forsake us. We're going to get through this together. The entire staff at Trinity Jewelers is looking forward to seeing you soon. So in this odd new reality we're living in, yes. everyone's got a story. There's a, a different tendril or a different heartache or hopefully a different joy. But what about young couples who have set the date to be married probably a year, maybe even longer ago, and all of a sudden here we are in April, May, June, we are at the flourishing peak of wedding season, and that is not going to happen right. or not going to happen in the way that it was expected or planned. Maria Baer is with us. Maria has been a guest on our show for a long time. Her brand new article at Christianity Today is called In Pandemic and in Health, I Make This Vow. Maria, welcome back. How are you? Hi, Don and Kathy. I'm great. How are you guys? We're okay. Just, we're hanging in there. Yeah, you know. Surviving. Yes, <laughs> yeah. that's exactly what we're doing. But Maria, yeah. I have so much compassion for people who had stuff planned, things of significance, <laughs> because I have a daughter who's a senior in high school, and she's just... lamenting so many things that aren't happening and the fear of other things not happening and it's just a lot and so when i saw that you wanted to talk about people who are getting married i thought oh my gosh what what do you what what are people doing maria i know i feel the exact same way i i'm fortunate enough my kids are so little like but i thought about that too if i were a senior and you're missing prom and graduation there's just so many things we're having little losses we're having to mourn through this um, but yeah, the facing a wedding, there's so many different options and different avenues people are taking, which is one of the interesting mm-hmm. things I found doing this piece. Okay. Some, a lot of Christians seem to be moving ahead with um, really small ceremonies, um, keeping that social distancing and less than 10 people kind of guidelines from the CDC. Wow. Other people are doing things um, in the courtroom where courts are still open. Some people are some people are postponing things, but as I mentioned in the piece, that's a little bit of um, a murky place to be, especially for Christians who might be um, might feel it's important to wait to live together or move in together until they're married. Right. Um, because, like you said, John, a lot of times people have been planning this wedding for a really long time, and not just the wedding, but 
they've been planning where they're going to move or, you know, what their living arrangements are going to be, or they've, you know, put in their notice at their job and, you know, they need to get married. Um, And so, you know, people are exploring all kinds of options, but most people I spoke to weren't postponing it. They were just finding another way to do it. So Maria, tell us a story about somebody that you wrote about, Um, a couple, Alex and and Alexa McMahon. Yes. And I I have to smile every time I hear their names. I think that's so great. (laughs) Alex and Alexa. Um, so they were kind of, their relationship was long distance. So Alex lived in Ohio and Alexa was in Florida. And they were, they've been planning this wedding actually in later April. And um, kind of what I was referring to, Alexa had left her job. She had put in her notice with her landlord that she was going to be leaving um, to move up to Ohio. And then all of this started happening. And they were like, well, they said it didn't take them long to decide. No matter what happens, we're still going to get married. So they ended up um, canceling their large ceremony and large party. They're going to reschedule that hopefully for the fall. But then they just had a small wedding and they live streamed it over YouTube so that their family and friends could still be a part of it. And it was really sweet. I got to watch it as well. And it was just really sweet. Well, what's that like then, Maria, for people who plan weddings? And, you know, you write about this in your article, 130 guests or more. And then all Mm -hmm. of a sudden, you know, you can't gather uh, now anymore. So people are canceling their travel plans. How do you back out of uh, plans with your caterer or with your church? It feels as though it could be a financial disaster the making. Oh, yeah, I know. And I talked to most of the, the couples that I spoke to said that their vendors have been really understanding because, again, everybody's in the same boat. It's not as if um, just one person is canceling at the last minute or something like that. Everybody understands what's going on. But at the same time, some vendors were pushing back a little bit because obviously they're scrambling too. Right. And they're out of work right now, you know, all events being canceled and things like that. So most of the couples said that they were. Um, you know, that their vendors were agreeing to postpone until later. They were giving some of their money back. But one couple I spoke to did say that the um, the location that they were planning on having the wedding, the um, event hall was not getting back to them. Mm-hmm. And that was that's probably the biggest dis- expense that they had. So they were really nervous about that. I'm still kind of praying that that works out for them. Um, but it's hard. Yeah, there's a, a potential, you know, financial loss there for sure. Right. And there's a whole market that's based on weddings. I mean, it's a huge market. Well, it's a billion-dollar business, right? When I, uh, when I was a young mom with little kids, my husband's a musician, Maria, uh, we, oh, okay. the, the, the way our family lived was from weddings. I mean, my husband played weddings. Oh, sure. He played at least two a week, um, and that sustained us for, what, year, five or six years. And so imagine, you know, imagining people who don't have that, whether you're a caterer, whether you're a musician, whether you're a DJ or whatever that is. I mean, it's just it's a really scary time to think about it. So not just for the client also, but for the but for the people who are like in the gig economy. Oh, absolutely. I I actually just saw on Facebook today. I have a friend who's a photographer and I've been thinking about them, too, because you know, when you're you're going to fo- photograph something, it's typically going to be an event, and none of those are happening, weddings or, you know, otherwise. And she she was doing this series. She's calling it Portraits from Six Feet Away. Oh. And I thought that was so clever. She's, that is smart. She's just meeting yeah. up with friends and, and taking pictures of them. But, but you're exactly right. My heart goes out to everybody in that position as well because, they you know, they're out of work. Maria Bears with us. We're talking about a terrific piece you wrote about weddings in this uh, month's edition of CT. It's online as well. In pandemic and in health, 
I Make This Vile is the title of the article. Maria, you also talked about um, there is a difference between Christian believers who are young men and women, and they are not living together, which, of course, is not the, is not the norm today. Most couples are living together before they get married. But mm-hmm. uh, Russell Moore chimed in on, on this as well. Talk about that perspective and, and people, you know, young couples who are not living together, but, you know, they're going to go ahead and get married because they set the date where, you know, other couples who are not believers, they're living together, so they just push it down the road mm-hmm. a little bit. Right. I thought he had a really, really interesting take on this. So I primarily was asking him about the issue of marriage licenses, because with a lot of um, states and counties, especially in L.A., where one of, with one of the couples I spoke to, their courts are closed and they can't get their marriage license. I see. So I was kind of fascinated about what he would recommend. Do Christians need to have their marriage license to get married? Like, how should we look at that as a church? And his take on that was sort of, um, you know, he was very careful to say he did not want to judge anybody um, who would decide one way or the other, you know, maybe to get married now and then wait for their marriage license later. But he did say that the marriage license is important, and one of the reasons it is is because the American Church today does not operate as the the sort of tool of accountability that we would hope it would in terms of marriage. It's too easy, he was saying for couples in the church to just um, get divorced or to walk away from marriage and to start again, um, whereas the state sort of has the leverage and the interest in keeping people married. So we'll have delays on um, divorce, or there's definitely a financial hit that you take when you get divorced, and that's all part of the state trying to encourage families to stay together, usually in the interest of children. So he was saying, you know, that marriage license is still important. Um, and, you know, he normally, in normal times, would recommend people not get married unless they can get that. Um, but again, this is such a interesting and strange, unprecedented time. He wasn't going to pass judgment on that um, right now. Maria Bayer's with us. She's a freelance writer who lives in Columbus, Ohio, with her husband and her two young daughters. She's a regular contributor to World, also the host and producer of the podcast, I Was There When. Um, Maria, what about um, circumstances like you've been invited to a wedding? You know, we haven't really talked about that, but you're invited to a wedding. It's not happening. I mean, do you still send gifts? Right. That's a good question. Um, I would. Please still send gifts. I just feel so bad for these couples. But again, a lot of the couples are postponing. Um, so I'm sure, you know, you'll be notified if you're a guest to a wedding. Maybe they're postponing. Maybe the gifts can come later. Yeah. Um, but I, I think even just acknowledging, send a note or something, just acknowledging the heartache of sort of losing yeah. that yeah, yeah, that's of the a wedding good word. is- Right. It's worthwhile. Yeah. yeah, I think that'd be sweet. I mean, d- despite the, uh, well, no, I mean, you can't say that despite that. I mean, for a lot of people who make their living on weddings, photographers, caterers, all mm-hmm. that. I mean, for the for the couple, maybe being forced into a smaller setting would save people from a lot of debt and uh, allow things, you know, in their lives to move ahead a little quicker, unhindered by, you know, worrying about the, a gigantic wedding, a lot of anxiety loss. Oh, that's so true. And actually, a couple of the pastors I spoke to brought that up, not just the financial aspect of it, but just the way that we sort of have made a little bit of an idol of weddings, just culturally, that, you know, um, people just look forward to it their whole lives, or they, you know, they, they go to this sort of huge expense to put it on, and they put so much pressure on it and that sort of thing. Um, and then they, they can forget sometimes in all of that stress what you're actually there to do, and that you're there to make a vow to another person and before God and before your community 
that you're going to honor each other, that you're going to um, honor fidelity. Um, you're going to, you know, raise children faithfully and all of that. Sometimes that's easier to remember when you don't have all those other trappings around you. So mm-hmm. one of the pastors I spoke to at a large church in Arizona said he thinks that's one of the positives, actually, of the fact that right now people can't have these large weddings. It's that sort of forcing people to focus on the more important things um, in a wedding. And I think that's really beautiful. That's mm-hmm. good. All right, Maria, before you leave us, tell us about your uh, website, mariabear.com. Oh, yeah. So it's actually mariaebear.com. Mm, okay. um, someone had already taken Maria Bear. Oh, yeah, but, I do so see that. I actually had that. I actually have yeah. that on uh, on this sheet, and I didn't read it that way. Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, it's it's hard to see in there. Um, but that actually, thanks for bringing that up, Kathy. That's where I usually post all of the stories that are posted everywhere and where I'm published. So I am a freelance reporter, like you said. So I write for Christianity Today, also for World. Um, I have my own podcast. And then I also write for um, the Colson Center for Christian Worldview and occasionally the Gospel Coalition and all that. So mariaebear.com, you'll be able to see links to all of my recent published pieces. Very nice. Well, Maria, it's always a pleasure. We appreciate your storytelling and your reporting. Job well done. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks for having me, and please uh, be blessed and stay safe during this weird time. You too. Amen. Do as well. That is Maria Bear. We'll take a break, come back. Um, We're going to do some reading of Scripture Mm -hmm. in just a few minutes. We've been reading Scripture all week long, so hope that you stay with us as well. Be back in a few. Hope comes home. I still believe. Now on demand. I still believe in God's goodness. I still believe in hope when things seem hopeless. I still believe in family. I still believe in God's plan. You chose willingly to walk into the fire with her. That's what love is. I still believe. Based on the inspiring true story. Starring KJ Apa, Britt Robertson, Shania Twain, and Gary Sinise. I still believe. Available now on premium video on demand. Spending more time inside? J&D Waterproofing can help you breathe a little easier. Protect your family, friends, and pets from mold, dampness, and other unhealthy elements. For over 80 years, J&D has been making Pittsburgh basements very dry and improving indoor air quality with solutions like the Easy Breathe System. Eliminate unhealthy mold and allergy-causing moisture without filters or reservoirs while using less energy than a 40-watt light bulb. Call 1-800-VERY-DRY or visit jdwaterproofing.com. I get this warm feeling every single time we have special needs patients in our office. Their needs are not that different from anybody else. Spending the time with that patient is very rewarding to me. Exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care at StockFamilyDentistry.com. Over these many months, you've heard Kath and I sing the praises of Grove City College. We do so because both Kathy and I have children attending Grove City. We write the checks. We're part of the community. We know firsthand about the excellence of Grove City. I do believe that the education there is excellent, and the uh, interactions I've had with professors, with university administration, and just the experience of my kid. I mean, it's just been wonderful for our family to see her develop in a place that's committed not just to her education, but also to cultivating her calling in life. She feels like she's getting an individual approach, while at the same time being a part of a great university environment. And that's it. You've seen your child develop. They walk in. 
in as a young freshman. Four years later, they're going to come out as a fully formed, functioning adult with a really strong theological background, great friends that last a lifetime. To me, that's the essence of what a quality education is when your child goes to college. So if you're thinking about college for your child, we'd highly recommend you make a visit to Grove City College. It's a beautiful old campus Mm -hmm. surrounded by so many wonderful things. Make sure that your child puts that on their list as they go about looking at higher education. Grove City College, look at it online at gcc.edu. Stop by for a visit and say, hey, John and Kathy sent me. That's Grove City College. Listen on your smart speaker, the Word FM app at wordfm.com, iHeart, TuneIn, and on radio.com, in the car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Clear tonight, low for the rest of your Friday, 36 for tomorrow. Nice with clouds and sunshine, high 62. Tomorrow night, cloudy with showers, late low 45. Sunday, a shower in spots, high 58. And on Monday, clouds and sun with a shower in the afternoon, high 64. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Andy Robb. Casual Friday on yep. the ride home. It's the day we. Well, we're casual. I'm casual. Yeah, but it doesn't take away. From... <laughs> that was my contribution to I that one. Thanks, John. I'm casual. <laughs> hey, tell me more. Look, we're just trying to. Tell me more. We're all trying to make it work. Whether we're working at home, or the three of us are still coming into the studio. Or people are, you know, isolated in a cube in their workplace or whatever it is. We're trying to make it work and we need to hold on to things that are an anchor for us. And if you don't have an anchor, this is your time to find one. This is your time to connect uh, with something that's eternal, something that matters and something that gives you what you need to keep going. And so we've been so inspired by Christians around the world who are reading the Bible out loud. Um, They're committed to the scriptures, but they're doing it in a different way because they're saying, okay, this is our moment. Let's speak it. Let's read it. Let's invest in it. Let's listen to it. If we've ever needed ancient wisdom, now's the time. Amen to that. So Psalm 116 is our psalm for today. Okay. Psalm 116. I love the Lord, for he heard my voice. He heard my cry for mercy. Because he turned his ear to me, I will call on him as long as I live. The cords of death entangled me. The anguish of the grave came over me. I was overcome by distress and sorrow. Then I called on the name of the Lord. Lord, save me. The Lord is gracious and righteous. Our God is full of compassion. The Lord protects the unwary. When I was brought low, he saved me. Return to your rest, my soul, for the Lord has been good to you. For you, Lord, have delivered me from death, my eyes from tears, my feet from stumbling, that I may walk before the Lord in the land of the living. I trusted in the Lord when I said, I am greatly afflicted. In my alarm, I said, everyone's a liar. What shall I return to the Lord for all his goodness to me? I will lift up the cup of salvation and call on the name of the Lord. I will fulfill my vows to the Lord in the presence of all of his people. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his faithful servants. 
Truly, I am your servant, Lord. I serve you just as my mother did. You have freed me from my chains. I will sacrifice a thank offering to you and call on the name of the Lord. I will fulfill my vows to the Lord in the presence of all of his people, in the courts of the house of the Lord, in your midst, Jerusalem. Praise the Lord. Psalm 116. I like this. I think left to our own devices, uh, we are an emotional people, mm-hmm. right? Um, and to for a lot of people to tamp down on those emotions, people self-medicate or they find a way to distract, you know, whether it's media or whatever. We find a way to, instead of looking at what is before us, we want to do this and push it aside. And I think Scripture allows us to be open and with God and that we don't distract ourselves. We don't push away the truth of the moment that is in our life right now. Scripture allows us, humbles us to be free and to connect in a way that's unlike anything that we connect with. I think there is great power here. So the encouragement is if you're anchor if you're anxious, if you're fearful, if you are just a ship at sea lost, go to scripture, find some time. We talk about all the things that we do, you know, the the things to distract ourselves, the hobbies, the walks, the eating, the TV shows. I would say make this the center point first. And when you are anxious, you are angry, you are distracted, come back to God's word. It'll change your life. We're going to take a break. When we come back, it's time for the Week in Review. John and I will look back over the last seven days, talk about the things that we remember, the things that were important, the things that made us mad, stuff we ate, and stuff we watched. That's next on today's Ride Home. WORD. At home, at work, or when home is work. We're here with the information, teaching, conversation, music, inspiration, and hope you need right now. Use your smart speaker to connect to Pittsburgh Station, sharing the word that changes the world. Okay. Find us at The Word Pittsburgh, 101.5 WORD. With all that is going on today regarding the coronavirus, City Mission needs you now more than ever. City Mission has taken precautions to protect its vulnerable resident population. You can help. Any donations you believe will help during this time are greatly appreciated to continue to serve both City Mission residents and our community and keep City Mission doors open. For all the details, please visit citymission.org and please join City Mission in prayer to get through these challenging times. Thinking about life insurance? Did you know in just a few minutes you can find the best price from up to 10 price competitive companies for free? You can with SelectQuote. For example, George is 39. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $22 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino, and believe me, If SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-494-2323. 
That's 800-494-2323. 800-494-2323. Or go to selectquote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. Hi, I'm Alistair Begg, and I'd like to personally invite you to join me August 30th to September 6th, 2020, for a week of Christian fellowship and a newfound appreciation for God's creation. Call 855-565-5519 to join us, or visit deeperfaithcruise.com for all the details. Salem Media Group presents the Deeper Faith Alaska Cruise, August 30th through September 6th, 2020. Get more details at wordfm.com slash Alaska. If you're a licensed counselor in Pennsylvania, Grace Wellness Center doesn't want to hire you. They want to partner with you. At Grace Wellness Center, you'll find the personal support and professional development you need to build your ideal clientele. Grace Wellness Center invests in you so you can invest in your clients. Get the support, training, and personal coaching you need to pursue your passion and build a kingdom with offices throughout Greater Pittsburgh. Join the team at thegracewellnesscenter.com. It's been another week. That means it's time for John and Kathy's Week in Review. I'm losing track of what day it is. Today's Friday. I mean, I know, I know it's Friday because we're doing the Week in Review. But in general, aren't you kind of losing track of what day it is? You mean the number day of pandemic? No, I just mean the day of the week. Oh, no, no. I'm acutely aware of the days of the week. I got that. No, I'm fine. Okay, <laughs> okay great. I do think that there are several people who are losing track of the day of the week. No, you th- Really? When you're working at home? Oh, yeah, yeah I, I think guess so. I that yeah. it can kind of like If all... you're hanging out in your you know, yoga pants and whatnot, yeah, you would quickly forget what day of the week it is. Do you have yoga pants? I do not. Okay. Mike, do you? you have yoga pants? No. Okay. No, no. Do you have yoga pants? Yeah, I do. You do? Mm-hmm. Do you do yoga? Uh, <laughs> no, I, I uh, just do other things in the pants. Okay. <laughs> Mike, can we begin our uh, Week in Review, please? What was everyone talking about this week? Well. Pirates. <laughs> Bucks. Let's go buckos. Everyone's talking. That's on the tip of everyone's tongue. Let's go, buggos. There's only one thing that we talk about now in That's the world. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're taking the corona temperature. Okay. okay. All right. Look, can we move on to Mike number Please two? Do. What was a conversation that made you think? Okay. There were several. All right. Well, <laughs> I can't. This is going to be good. Well, my conversation made me think was a conversation about the corona. <laughs> All right. We talked to a friend of ours. Uh, who's an epidemiologist, Dr. Richard Zimmerman. Uh, he's not an epidemiologist, but he, he's in family practice. He told me he was an epidemiologist. He does, he does some work in I, – I don't know if he – he puts on his epidemiologist hat is oh, what he calls it. His hat. Okay. I just want to – Yeah, I don't have one of those hats. No, neither do I, believe me. Well, you know, I was feeling, you know, okay. But after that conversation with Dr. Zimmerman, I was not okay. Because mm. he's talking to the CDC. He kind of ranked up the anxiety a little bit. From the horse's mouth, without any clutter, without any politics, he was saying, "Beware, yeah, because this is Be some careful. bad stuff." Yeah, and it's gonna. What what uh, what surprised me was the conversation about the second wave. Holy smokes! Mm-hmm. 
We're that's so, just a potential, though. Yeah. That's nothing that oh, we're yes. sure of yet. <laughs> don't worry about it. Well, it's true. I mean, we don't know. That's just something that it's we're good. contemplating. Um, the conversation that made me think was at 510 on Monday. We talked to Charlie Camosi, who is a uh, professor at Fordham University in New York City. Yep. And he gave us the um, on-the-spot report of how medical professionals are dealing with their circumstances in New York. And it was difficult to hear. Um, it was important to hear. Mm-hmm. And um, that's why I put it in this category. It really made me think because – you know, he said he, he does a, a, uh, an online thing now with a bunch of residents who are, you know, just finishing their training as physicians, and they're terrified. They, they, they don't have enough equipment. They're not sure what they're getting into. They don't feel like they've even gone – they're not finished with their training yet, and so they feel like they're not even capable of doing a lot of things that they're afraid they're going to be asked to do. It was just – it was very humbling. It put me in a whole different posture as far as praying for these people, um, lifting up doctors and nurses and orderlies and phlebotomists and techs and nurses aides and everybody I can think of from the person who works in the gift shop to the person who's at the front desk to the surgeon the cleaners. Um, who's doing uh, open heart surgery. Yeah, it's just uh, everybody who is on the front lines right now from all of us here at the ride home. We cannot thank you enough for what you're doing. And, um, you know, our hearts go out to you. Amen to that. Yeah. Okay, Mike, number three. What did you eat? Mm. So it's quarantine food. Yeah. And uh, what was that like for you in the whole household? It's John? good. Um, what I'm trying it's to good. do. It's good. Are you are you cooking for the fam now? I, I Occasionally I do. I mean, there are times like, okay, like last night my wife was at work and she came home and she was like, you want to make some food? And I was like, how about we just have like cheese and crackers? And she was like, sounds good to me. So, we, you know, we had a plate of olives and cheese and crackers and some, you know, oranges. And that kind of. Quite honestly, what makes me feel good is to eat fresh. Okay. I want to eat salad. Yeah. I want to eat, you know, some Mm -hmm. lettuce and some tomatoes, some cucumbers, some olives, you know, some whatever. That makes me feel like, oh, I'm going to eat fresh. I'm trying to stay away from the, you know, packaged, pre-produced stuff. Excellent. So that's what I'm doing. Fabulous job. Not particularly, but I'm trying. Okay. No, I think you are. Thank you. Appreciate it. Um, I made uh, chicken quesadillas this week. Mm. It's a uh, it's a staple in the Emmons household. Is it though? It is. But this week, because I'm trying to kick it up, I don't because of our work schedule. I don't cook often on weeknights for my family because we don't get home until seven o'clock or or after. But now that everybody's home, I'm really trying to cook regularly because I feel like we could all use a little lift. So I've been doing a lot of that. And you need the family time. I need the family time. So anyway, we had chicken quesadillas. But people, let me say, I made the homemade guac to go with it. It's just so delicious. It's so delicious. Mm -hmm. You make a good guac. I'll I'll test to that. John, you're sweet. I've been there. No, it's the truth. Thank you so much. And listen, um, we're doing some takeout tomorrow night. We're going to do takeout tonight. Okay, good. What are you, where are you going to go? Uh, we, there's a, a Middle Eastern place by us. Okay. I forget the name of it. Great. So sorry. we can't even give I them like a sorry. thumbs up. I'm right? I'm, okay. I'm sorry. But they're good. Okay. I'm going to the Royal Myanmar again in Westview. That's oh, my yeah, plan. Okay. All right, Mike. Wait, is Fong What Mei did you watch? <laughs> what are you talking about? There's a Fong Mei house here. Is, are they open, Mike? Yeah, did you look into that, Mike? Fong Mei? I, I, I uh, looked it up, and I couldn't figure out. I couldn't find out if they were open. That's our takeout. That's Mike he, and I. We he couldn't figure out how to cut a call. Okay, he was fine. like, What's, how, do you, how do you make a phone yeah. call? Have a salad. Okay, Mike, can you hit number four again, please? What did you watch? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> So we were talking with um, film critic uh, Alyssa Wilkinson yesterday, and she brought up that wacky series. Nailed it. Nailed it. Did you watch it last night? I did. And? It's nutty. Have, did you no? see it? Huh. Okay. Have you watched the British baking show? Yep. 
Heck yeah. Okay. It's it's the opposite of that. I mean, it is like so low rent. Um, so the I, I, I watched the first episode, and they had like people making um, cake pops. Oh, right. So they're trying to recreate what the masters have made, wedding cakes or whatever. These people, a couple of things. They're deeply overconfident. <laughs> Okay. More often than not, it looks like there may be some alcohol involved. Oh, yeah. And to begin with, they're just poor bakers. Oh, no. So it's a recipe for oh, disaster. No. So you kind of like, you know, have to chuckle along <laughs> at the deeply incompetency of it all. Every show, one person who survives wins 10 grand. Okay. So that's kind of cool as well. So nailed it. That sounds awful. Yeah, it is awful. Yeah. But it was kind of fun, actually. Okay. All right. What are you watching? Uh, we watched Mystery Road on Amazon Prime. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. streaming right now. It's a mini series that's. Uh, kind of is uh, bookended by two films. Uh, the, both films and the uh, miniseries are filmed, written, acted, and produced in Australia. And I just have to – they starred Judy Davis and Aaron Peterson. The cinematography will knock you out. It is the most gorgeous thing. So it's six episodes – completely worth your time top rate acting interesting story and just a spectacular landscape mystery road mystery road don't you like a shorter series i like a series i like a mini series a lot six episodes fits the bill a couple years ago my favorite mini series was the night manager tom hiddleston and olivia coleman starred Mm -hmm. in it and it is terrific i'm not sure if that's still streaming it's for adults uh, not for kids but the night manager is really excellent. This is very different, but similar quality. Nice. Very, very Mystery well done. Road. Mystery Road. Very good. Mike? What hacked you off? Churches that continue to stay open. Mm-hmm. Please. Don't be foolish. Just shut it down. Don't be some hero. Don't get on your high hat about Christian persecution, all that. Shut it down. Please. Don't be foolish, people. Don't assemble. And if you're a parishioner at one of these churches, don't attend. Stay home and be safe. Let's end this sooner rather than later. It's not going to help you to go to church. It isn't. Shut it down. That hacked me off. Mm-hmm. Yourself? I know this is probably too much to ask in our current climate, but could we stop politicizing the coronavirus? No. It's hack- I-, I can't stand it. So everything from the president talking about how great his ratings are on his coronavirus updates to the Democrats yesterday announcing that they're going to have some kind of select committee so that they can investigate the American response. Stop it. We can't. Just stop it. All of you, stop it. Let's all focus on what's important, the lives of Americans, the lives of people all around the world, the emotional state of where we are, the spiritual yearnings of the human heart. We need actual leaders now leaders the real kind that's what we need so for all of you who are leaders i'm praying for you please step up find your best self and lead well amen grief mike what was the best news you heard this week best news this week our good friend and a regular guest on our show jason sharon oh my gosh and amidst all the despair and sickness and death Jason Sharon and his wife announced the birth of their seventh baby. Jason and his wife have six daughters, and they had a son for oh. their seventh boy. And a beautiful photograph that we posted on our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, is there anything sweeter than a brand new baby I coming know. into this world, especially now? Yeah. So that really made my day to hear about a new baby coming in. That is terrific. Yeah. What about you? Uh, the best news I heard this week, I've talked about it uh, already on the show this week, is Dr. Craig Smith is 71 years old. He's the chairman of the Columbia University Department of Surgery in New York City. And every single day he writes a daily note to the Department of Surgery. And if you're looking for someone who is acting like a leader in these times, it is this man. He writes a beautiful note. It's probably, I don't know, three or four or five paragraphs each day. But he's a well-read person. He's a serious man. And he has offered a terrific amount of wisdom um, in these circumstances. Can I read you what he wrote on March 28th? Sure. He said this. I'll paraphrase myself. By reminding you that the ground substance of healthcare is not ICU beds, not ventilators, it's people. People like my nurse practitioner, who was redeployed to a nearly overwhelmed ICU in a system hospital just two days ago. After his first day, he sent me a text. Yesterday, he said, was a reality check on how serious this is. I can't wait to go back. Hmm. That's so good. There are heroes in our hospital. There are heroes who are picking up your trash, heroes who are working at Giant Eagle, who are working at the water department. Whoever it is who's on our front lines, gosh, you've got our gratitude and you've got our prayers. Anyway, so Dr. Craig Smith, three cheers for being an outstanding person in charge, Columbia University Department of Surgery. Very nice. That's it. And that's John and Kathy's Week in Review. Don't you love that feeling when you've just nailed your look? When someone you barely even know comes up to you and says, Oh, I love that outfit. Where did you get it? That's how it feels to use Stitch Fix. They're a personal styling service. Tell them what you love, and they send great clothes for you to try on at home. Stitch Fix is simple. Sign up in just a few minutes. Tell them about the brands you love and the looks that make you feel great. Stitch Fix is convenient. Get everything delivered right to you so you can try on new styles in the comfort of your own home. Stitch Fix is on your terms and priced to fit your budget. There's no subscription required, ever. Keep what you want and send back anything you don't. So, isn't it time you started nailing your look? Get started today at stitchfix.com. Stitch Fix, personal styling for women, men, and kids. Stitch Fix, personal styling for everybody. You know, spring cleaning doesn't just mean the deep clean you do around the house once a year. You may want to do some tidying up for your business's digital marketing, and Salem Surround can help. We give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. When the earth stands between you and a finished project, you need E&K Excavation. Whether you have to dig it, grade it, drain it, prep it, stabilize it, shape it, clear it, or dispose of it, E&K Excavation has over 100 years of combined experience and a fleet of heavy equipment to help you bend it to your will. They can handle any size project for your home or business, providing quality results on time and on budget. For a free quote, visit ekexcavation.com. They'll move the earth for you at ekexcavation.com. 
There's a virus spreading across the country, but I'm not referring to the one you think. I'm talking about a different pandemic, the left's attack on free speech. But one film is fighting back. No Safe Spaces, featuring Salem Radio Network's Dennis Prager and comedian Adam Carolla. And now you can watch No Safe Spaces from the comfort of your home at nosafespaces.com. Watch this film that Hollywood, Netflix, and the left doesn't want you to see. Go to nosafespaces.com now. Most of the time you have to choose convenience or value. Family Dollar is different. We're in your neighborhood, won't empty your wallet, and we've got the food, drinks, pet supplies, and household products you need. Stop in a Family Dollar today. So, I'm a dog, and I just got adapted by this new human guy, and I'm starting to wonder how he got along without me. I mean, okay, something as simple as walking around the block. He's got this leash thing, and he puts me on one end and him on the other, and I'm just taking him around. I I think he's afraid of getting lost. Without that leash and me guiding him along, I don't think he'd find his way back home. But it's kind of cute. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the ShelterPetProject.org. Really sorry to hear about the passing of Bill Withers. Oh, my god! Passed away in Los Angeles uh, today, early today, at the age of 81. You know, Bill Rithers uh, had a string of number one hits in the early 70s, continued to record and perform until 1985, but he has not released an album for more than 35 years. He said uh, he would not know a pop chart from a pop tart, and he turned his back on the music industry saying, I'm done. It's too much to deal with. Well, he had such a terrific output while he was paying attention to popular music, yeah. that once he finally forgot about it, it didn't matter because we were all singing Use Me Anyway. Yeah, you got I that mean, right. You Lean know? on me, right? Oh, my gosh. He just had fabulous. just so many great songs. Um, I wanted to look up the number of albums that he has. I mean, he's got a good, I don't know, seven, eight, nine albums. Mm-hmm. He was prolific for a yeah. long time. He was. Ain't No Sunshine might have been his first hit. 1971, I think it was. Okay. Yeah, it was 1971. Okay. Very great, good. Isn't that a great song? Yeah. Oh, I, love, I love Use Me. I really do. Mm-hmm. I just think that's a great song. Well, for a long time, we used to play uh, Lovely Day, right? How wonderful of a piece is that? Yeah. The Lovely Day's later, right? Yeah, but that was 77. Okay. Um, just the two of us with Grover Washington. Oh, man, I love that song. It yeah, was 1980. Grover Washington. That was 1980, Is Grover yeah. Washington still around? Uh, no, he passed away like years ago, okay. like more than a decade ago is my guess. But anyway, Bill Withers, just such a, a wonderful, wonderful singer mm-hmm. and uh, a real loss. Big time. Yeah. yeah. So I've been thinking about the times that we're in, kind of hearkening back to tales of the world wars, of the Spanish flu, those sorts of things. And I was thinking that the things that tell us about what those time periods were like is often the personal journal of the people who lived through it. Right. Which made me think that it's silly to not be keeping a journal at this time. And I'm the worst journal. I just, I don't do that. To journal. Yeah. Do you do that? No. It's a, it's a daily discipline. And I know, I know people who have done it literally for decades. Daily, they write Mike, in you journals. keep a journal. I used to my, uh, throughout my college career. And then um, a year after uh, my college career, uh, when I was a youth pastor, and it was, I kind of miss it because it was very um, detoxing. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. And I um, I used I used it for uh, devotionals as well. And, and I need to get back to it because I miss it. I, re- yeah. I really do miss it. Don't you think it would be good in these times, Mike? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially in these times. I mean, um, 
who knows if my son's going to have any kids and they could read my journal. Yeah. Uh, my, one of my best friends um, found his grandfather's journal and he was in World War II and it was fascinating the things that he Wouldn't read that Wouldn't you love of. that? I mean, that's like a treasure yeah. trove if we find something like that. My wife's family, who were farmers in Missouri, uh, have literally 70 journals. Wow. wow. Farm journals that go back to the 1920s. And they had, you know, just hit, this is what we did today. This is what happened. She's got a couple of at her place of business. People will come in and sit down while they're waiting for, to be taken care of. They'll read these journals and they'll go, who is this? What's going on here? And so decades ago, I never knew, knew these people. You get to know someone's heart, someone's yeah. perspective, yeah, someone's indeed. mind. Yeah. So it would be a good thing to write a journal. It just requires that daily discipline, discipline to yeah. do it. Mm. Show up. All right. Well, that's my encouragement to each one of you guys. Okay, write just, it down. Like, write something down, right. even if it's small, right? Hey, listen, we appreciate your presence here. We really do. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're committed to staying here and live in studio for as, as long, long as, as we, we possibly can. can. Uh, our hope is this, that you um, you stay safe, you stay healthy, you gather separate, but know that we're in a community, mm-hmm. especially as believers in Jesus Christ. So have yourself a peaceful, anxiety-free weekend. God willing, we'll see you on Monday. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group.